This is Christian Book Blurb, brought to you by author and songwriter Matt McClary. Get a behind-the-scenes glimpse into the lives of some of your favourite Christian authors, hear about their books and faith. Also, why not check out my website, mattmcclary.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Christian Book Blurb. I'm Matt McClary and today I am joined by the author... Karen Rosario Ingerslev. Hi, Karen. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Christian Book Blurb podcast. It's going to be um, a great time chatting with you. I'm looking forward to it. Now, you are the author of a couple of book series, aren't yeah. you? You've, you've written a book series about Livy Starling, and you've also got a book series about Celery Brown. Um, why don't you just take us through each one in turn, possibly, and tell us a little bit about about them. So, let, shall we start with Livy Starling? What, what, what's that all about, and yeah, what, what goes on? Sure. So, Livy Starling is a teenage girl. She is a little bit quirky. She's got a talent for animal noises, or at least I've never quite decided whether she's actually good at animal noises or whether she just thinks that she is, but she has a repertoire of animal noises. Um, She struggles to tell the truth at times, so she gets into a few difficult situations. Um, And she's got a lot of questions about the meaning of life. She's convinced that she's destined for something great. She just doesn't know what it is yet. And she's from quite a dysfunctional family, so there's a lot going on within her family. And she asks a lot of big questions. Um, One of her favourite questions to ask people when she meets them is, how do you want to die? And she can't quite decide herself whether she'd like a big dramatic death or something more just peaceful, growing old and dying in her sleep. But it it kind of consumes her thoughts, which... um, I believe she's, she'd be very relatable, to, especially to a lot of teenagers who are grappling with big questions. What's the point of life? Is there a God? Mm-hmm. Who am I? You know, all of those kind of things. Um, and so, yes, she, she goes on a bit of a journey, really. She's trying to reinvent herself and can't quite manage it. And through the course of the first book, she, yeah, she starts asking big questions about faith and making sort of tentative steps of faith. So really that first book is very accessible for readers who are in that sort of situation who have got questions or maybe they were brought up with a faith but they don't quite own it themselves or maybe they're just wondering what life is all about not just teenagers also adults too um and then her series really just follows her as as she grows in her journey okay so would you say the the sort of the target audience as it were um is sort of teens aimed at that kind of it's definitely it's definitely good for teenagers, yes, but I yeah. I don't write for a particular audience. I write from the yeah, you know, I write the I create the characters, I write with their voice. Um I like writing from the point of view of young people because I feel there's a vulnerability, there's an honesty that I enjoy getting kind of finding their voices. But um it's it's not just for young people. There's definitely a depth yeah. Can be accessible for all age age groups. Yeah, brilliant. And what about Celery Brown then? How is that similar or different? Well, the Celery Brown series is kind of a spin-off of the Livy Starling series. So in the Celery Brown series, Livy has grown up and so is her best friend Ruby. They've grown up and it's Ruby's daughter Celery is taking centre stage along with Livy's daughter Ivy. Um, and the the full title of that series is The Supernatural Adventures of Celery Brown. So things kind of go up a notch in terms of um, 
that kind of supernatural life, the supernatural Christian life and the things that are accessible for us, the things that Jesus has made available to us right here, right now um, in terms of heaven really we are citizens of heaven as christians and we can draw from heaven's supply right now so that book series is really a lot more in some ways it's meatier in terms of the kind of the spiritual aspect but it's it's um they're, they're shorter books they're simpler books in terms of language so they would be suitable really for nine and up but again also adults um and for anyone who has enjoyed the Libby series they will enjoy sort of Livy's story continues in the background she's now an adult a slightly um, disillusioned adult um, she she ends the Livy books on a bit of a high spiritually um, and then when you see her again as an adult things aren't quite working out for her and although the stories are told from Celery's viewpoint there is for the kind of discerning reader another story going on in the background okay well very interesting how, how the two kind of weave together very good um, so I know when I've spoken to other authors, um, Christian authors who write fiction, um, quite a lot of them so say, well, I'm a Christian and I write fiction and, and my faith doesn't really um, spill over into what I write. Or shall I say, it does, but it's more kind of general themes and kind of having a redemptive story arc, that kind of thing, rather than um, explicit Christian belief kind of making an appearance in the, the fictional book. So it sounds like you've got, gone at this from a different perspective, that you've taken a different angle on this, and you are putting quite explicit Christian content within the, the fictional story. Um, what, what made you take that leap? Yeah, so I never intended to. I would have said years ago that um, Christian fiction, Christian films are all too cheesy, you can't do it without being cringy and preachy and I definitely think there's a danger there and um, and it was never something I intended to do. When I started writing I was writing more with kind of themes um, and not anything explicit at all but several years ago I really felt God tell me to write what would become In Search of Livy Starling a, a story about a girl, a real life girl and her kind of steps of faith and I said no for a long time, to be honest, because I thought, no, that's cheesy. I was writing more kind of fantasy, you know, that alluded to themes. Um, and really, eventually, um, so I was trying to get this other work published and it wasn't going anywhere. And people were saying to me, if you put your mind at it, you'll, you'll, you'll get there. Just keep putting your mind to it. And it started to jar with me because I thought, actually, the Bible says if you that we're meant to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. Um, and I thought, I can't put my mind to getting books published. I'm meant to be putting my mind to loving the Lord. So it was a bit of a journey, but eventually I said, right, I'm not going to try and get this other book published. I'm just going to write this really cheesy book. Nobody else is going to read it. I'm going to do this as an act of devotion. This is going to be my time with God. This is my worship with my mind. I'm going to write this book. And... Um, and I had, a, I had a really wonderful time writing with God. I never intended for anyone to read this book. I did think it would be far too cheesy. But he took me on a journey with it. And um, and so, yeah, he's taken me on a journey where now I feel like that's what he has for me is to be quite explicit with what I'm writing. I don't think everyone should do. Um, but I do think there is a need for it. I think that if we if we believe as Christian writers that we cannot write about the Christian life without being cheesy, 
than what we're saying about the Christian life. Um, I think I think we need we need we need those role models out there, um, and it's yeah it's a challenge, but it it can be done, and it not only can be done, it must be done, not by everyone, but um, I believe we need we need books that are really explicitly this is what is truth, and this is how these characters this is how they live out their faith and this is how they struggle with the very real questions um and god is very real he's not just in the background or alluded to or themes not to downplay books that do that that do that very well um and i think it's important to know who you're writing for um i'm not writing for everybody um i'm not trying to i'm not trying to dumb things down i'm writing for a specific group of people that need these books or need these adventures or need to be called higher through literature um yeah. Mm, that's really good. Um, you mentioned something just there. Um, you said um, writing with God. So let's just um, explore that for a little little while. Um, so I don't know. Some might call it writing process, or I don't know. Um, sort of how 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 does that work when you say writing with God? Um, for you, what does that look like, or how does that sort of happen? Um. For me, writing is is sort of part of my God time. It's part of it's a big part of my devotional time. I feel like I'm writing. Yeah, I feel like it's some of the books have been quite cathartic in terms of digging deep into myself, um, and some of them are ways that I wrestle with things with God. And I would say that for me, just through the journey, has taken me on really the the writing process and the satisfaction I have with God means that by the time the book is written it's almost it's almost finished that's it I mean if I if I I I kind of I tend to forget when I've scheduled to release a book partly because I'm busy and partly because that's sort of a whole different thing what anybody else thinks of it um and I do I do feel encouraged if people tell me they like my books or they're inspired by them. I do I do like that. I do grapple with kind of ego around that. But I don't need it in order to enjoy the writing process. The most rewarding part of the process is me with God, just feeling that he's there, feeling his pleasure, feeling that he's, he's meeting me um, in that creative process. I was going to say, and that whole sort of using a, a gift or a talent that God has given you to to praise Him um, by just by using that gift, you can sometimes almost sense Him smiling. That you know you're using this 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 gift He's given to to glorify Him. That's really good. You mentioned you were busy, so <laughs> shall we shall we shall we find out how busy you are? <laughs> what does life look like? for you Karen? Well we are very blessed to have three children. We were trying for children for eight and a half years um, it was a very difficult journey and then we um, we now have three. At one point there were three under three then we now have three, three and under. Um, so yeah it's... That, that's a lot of hard work. Yeah it's, it's a real blessing um, but it's been a real shift of um, a real reversal of fortunes, let's say, from from a season of, um, yeah, just longing and not having that, and now having having lots of children, a full house, 
Um, so yeah, that's busy. <laughs> <laughs> so so you've got your hands full with, with the three. When you do manage to snatch a, a moment of time for yourself, what what do you enjoy doing? Having a bath. That's where mm. I realised recently that I've got older because when I was younger, the most boring thing anyone could buy me on my birthday was toiletries. And now, if anyone says, what do you want for Christmas or your birthday, I'm just, bath bombs. Bath bombs is <laughs> all I need and chocolate. Um, so yeah, a bath is nice. And and then my writing, as I say, that is my, that's my me time. That's my, I need that time. I need that time to connect with God. Um, yeah. Oh, good. And whereabouts roughly? I mean, we don't need the exact sort of Google Maps pin location of where you live, but whereabouts in the country? So you're in, from the UK. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to do a bit of guessing game. So I'm, I'm guessing not Scotland, probably England somewhere. Yeah. Um, ooh, I'm going to go sort of south-ish. So sort of, oh, I'm going to say, oh... Bristol way somewhere. No, no, okay. Whereabouts? Whereabouts roughly are you from? So I I grew up in Suffolk. Okay. And then other side. Yeah, all right. I went up north to university. I did an acting degree. I met my husband there. We lived in Leeds for a while, for about okay. eight years, and then we felt the Lord telling us to go on a bit of an adventure. So we we did. We got rid of all our things. Um, we lived out of suitcases for about three years and we kind of traveled wow. around trying to learn what it meant to live by the spirit having some adventures along the way um, we lived in our car for a bit we went around Wales and England then we lived in Jerusalem for a little while and then America for a little while then we were in Exeter for a little while and then we came to Suffolk a few years ago so I am back in oh, Suffolk full circle back to Suffolk okay all right Wow, that's that's a lot of journeys. I'm sure you could write a few books about about some of those adventures and journeys you had. Maybe. <laughs> sounds very interesting. Oh, that's really good. Um, it sounds like because your writing is part of your devotional time, um, it sounds like you might have a few other books or ideas simmering away in the background. Um, is there something that you're currently working on or, or a book sort of about to be released or something like that that readers could possibly be looking forward to? Well, I am working on at the moment, I'm finishing off the very last Celery Brown book. So there's gonna be nine in total. The seventh one was released in December. That was Celery Brown and the Sword of Joy. Celery Brown and the King of England is coming out in June. And then the one I'm working on at the moment, I've got about three chapters left to write. That is Celery Brown and the End of the World. So that's gonna be pretty final. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of okay, that yes. <laughs> um, so I'm working on that. That's been a bit of a challenge because I'm not wanting to um, go into, you know, start any kind of theological end time debates within that that is purely a you know are you ready if if Jesus was that's to come a whole back? minefield oh no yeah I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to do that it's um but yeah um so I'm finishing that off I'm working on some picture books but it's a bit too early to say much about them and then I am again it's partly just for my own in my own devotional time with the Lord I'm writing the story of mine and my husband's journey of infertility and 
the Lord and where where he was in that and my wrestling with faith and everything and the things that happened through those years I don't know whether I will make that available for anybody else I don't know if anybody would be interested I've certainly found it very hard to find my own voice I think that's much harder than um finding a character's voice so I don't really know what that will look like at the end of it and whether I'll just think actually I should keep that private but I'm I'm writing it anyway because I need to get that out of me you need to yeah no that's fair enough um and I completely get that I mean some some people are called to share some of that really deep stuff that they've they've been through and others are not and that's 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 fine either way but if you're wondering about interest, um, I did read a book by Sheridan Boise. I don't know if you've come across him before. Um, and he has written from a male perspective of dealing with infertility and all that kind of thing. And it's a very, very good book. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I think there is an interest in that, in that kind of you know, heart on your sleeve type stuff. But you do have to be very brave to sort of put yourself out there so you know it's one of those mm, should I shouldn't I but but you sound like a very obedient person to the Lord anyway so I mean if 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 he's if he puts it on your heart to, to do it I'm sure you will or or the other way around if he says no this is just between between you and him then that's also cool oh good great oh that's really exciting lots of stuff going on and sadly the end of Celery Brown series oh well anyway I'm sure your readers will be building up to that that final book in the series. Uh, I'm sure it'll it'll do well. Um, your faith, I, I know it comes through your writing a lot. Um, would would you would you mind telling us a little bit about how how you came to meet Jesus? Yeah, um, I I'd say I always believed in God. Um, went to a Catholic school and went to Catholic Church of the Family so I was very aware of a lot of stories um, I really liked as a child there was a song um, which I won't sing but the lyrics were here I am Lord it is I Lord I've heard you calling in the night I will go Lord if you leave me I will hold your people in my heart um, I think those are the words anyway and I used to stay awake at night as a very small child saying here I am here I am kind of longing for God to speak to me or call me or you know um as I grew up I got quite disillusioned with 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 it all I guess I, I didn't experience God coming in the middle of the night in some glorious way and um yeah I didn't really know that you could know God personally I suppose um especially as a teenager I was definitely hungry and open to spirituality but I didn't know that you could know God. Um, I had quite a difficult time in my teenage years. I would say between the ages of about 14 and 17, I had many times when I was contemplating taking my life. And every time I was about to, I felt God come into the room and stop me. And I was quite cross with him actually, because I thought, well, where have you been all my life? Mm. Um, and so, but it, it, it scared me sufficiently enough that I didn't do anything. And then uh, just before I turned 18, I was at another quite low point in my life, kind of thinking, what am I going to do with my life? I had just auditioned to, to be to, for an acting course. 
and I really desperately wanted to go to this place, Breton Hall. I'd, I went to the audition, it was such a beautiful place. Um, and just, yeah, I just longed to be there, but I didn't think I was going to get in. My drama teacher actually laughed when I said I'd applied there because she said, oh, it's, 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 you won't get in there, it's too hard, it's too, it's too good for you. So, um, so it kind of plunged me into another sort of time of despair of going, oh, what will I do, mm. what will I do? And again, just really at a low point, but then feeling like God was suddenly there and so out of desperation I said I said to God I don't want my life but you're not letting me end it so you can have my life I'll go wherever you want me to go I'll do whatever you want me to do just please don't leave me and a day or so later I was getting ready for school and a picture popped into my head of a big brown envelope and right on cue my brother came up the stairs with a big brown envelope he said you've got a letter and it was from Bretton Hall offering me a place on the acting course and I just knew it was just a sort of divine thing where I just knew God was in there I couldn't speak for a little while other than to say thank you God thank you God Um, I knew that he was with me it was such a supernatural moment and um, and so yeah I, I say I would say that's the hinge moment everything before that point feels a bit bleak but from that moment on there was hope um, I still didn't know that you could know Jesus mm. personally. I still didn't know what he'd done for me, but it started me off on a journey um, that has continued ever since. That's amazing. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That's really good, really special. Thank you. Um, yeah. Wow. I don't know what to say after that, really. That was <laughs> It's really powerful stuff. So with all what's going on uh, and with the the book series that you have and, and possibly um other books coming out in the future if people want to connect with you or find out more about you have have you got a website or somewhere that people can find your books or or, or connect with you sort of social media or anything like that well i have it's a static website i don't really do much on it there's mm. livystarling.com there's also celerybrown.com but it's it's yeah it's not it's not very it's not very good I'm not, um so i'm i'm not see this i'm not very good at marketing it's just not my gift um i'm not really i i get quite shy <laughs> i'm not very good with interacting with people on that level um i'm yeah livystarling.com there's a way you can connect you know and you can contact me if you want to on there um but i'm not really i don't really have much of an online presence in terms of I'm not on Twitter or anything like that. It's just not, okay. it's just not. But but people can find your books on I would imagine Amazon. Yeah, yeah. My books Eden are they're on Amazon, they're places. on Eden.co.uk. They're on I mean any any book book retailer really if yeah. You search for the books, you'll find the books. You just won't yeah, find yeah. me so easily. Okay. All right, good. Well I'm glad I managed to find you to, to invite you onto the show. That's Thank really you. good. And yeah, it's been really good chatting um, and getting to know you better. Um, and so if if any um, reader out there wants to um, yeah get in touch have a look at the the Livy Starling web page and you might want to send it I don't know an email or an emoji of a bath bomb or something like that just <laughs> just to say thank you one of her favorite things is a bath bomb I've learned yeah there are there are um Facebook pages for Livy and celery but again I kind of forget I forget to I don't do much on there and I don't so I sort of release a book and then I think, oh, I'd better, better actually say that I've released a book. So if anyone out there wants to, if anyone really likes my books and feels a call from the Lord to be my marketing person, then please get in touch.
Well, there you go. If you're into marketing and networking and everything else, and that's what particularly is a, is a gift that you've been given, um, there you go. There's an opening um, from Karen um, who could do with a bit of marketing assistance from that side. So get in touch yeah. with that. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you, Karen. It's been so good chatting and finding out more about you and about your books um, and about, yeah, what's going on um, in your life. So thank you so much for being a guest here today on the Christian Book Blurb. It's been really good having you. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you have had an inspiring um, 20 minutes or so listening to our chat here on the Christian Book Blurb. And I do hope to see you again soon next month for another edition of the podcast. Um, but for now, I'll say thank you for the pleasure of your company and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Christian Book Blurb with your host, Matt McClary. Do give it a like, give it a share and let your friends know all about it. We do hope to see you again soon on another Christian Book Blurb.